Hello and welcome to ATX Unscripted Scripted. Hey there, Peter. Oh, Nick, your voice sounds real good, these microphones. Oh, it does. So we discovered something kind of interesting today about our audio equipment. Let's call it an amateur mistake. Um, We discovered we have to speak into the right side of the microphone. Yeah. I mean, no one told us that. It didn't say it in the instructions. It didn't say it in the instructions. How are we supposed to know this stuff? We don't know these things. We didn't take a... There was no school class in this. So uh, everything we were saying was just backwards before pretty much so now we're speaking into the right side of the microphone yes which if my math is correct it's going to be twice as good whoa wait a minute yep does that mean more listeners more subscribers yeah no way yeah our fame is is imminent um (laughs) i don't know how i'm going to deal with the fame (laughs) you know i just don't know if i'm ready for the fame i'm fine bring it on very nice, Nick. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Uh, so this is the podcast where we just talk about our friends and expose all our secrets. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. By You're the end, love it. by the end of the podcast today, <laughs> I want zero friends. <laughs> I want to air out everyone's most, uh, you know, secrets. If you were not a good person, that would be kind of fun to do, right? I mean, I guess people. You could do like an anonymous podcast where people send in their secrets and you just read them. That would be kind of funny. Start sending them in. We get some good secrets. We'll do it. ATX secrets? Yeah. Oh, man. What just happened? Podcast thoughts. I felt, secrets. A, little, I felt yeah. a little magic in the air right All there. All right. Well, where can they find us? On Instagram? ATX, ATX unscripted. On Instagram. That's where we put our clips. Or on YouTube. So, yeah. So today we're doing a little bit of a free form. We love those hypothetical question sections in our podcast. Everyone loves them. Everyone it's, loves it's, them. It's the best part of our it's podcast. It's a fan favorite. I'd say so. I get at least two to three messages a month about it. Every single month those yeah. messages coming Yeah, in. I'm going to need an assistant. How, how can <laughs> I keep up with this? How can I keep up with this fame? I'm going to need an assistant. Um, so yeah, we're so, going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Austin. We're going to talk mm. about... All types of good stuff. Um, I don't want to oversell it, Nick. So I'm going to be, you know, very humble here. Um, Yeah, I think this episode will be the best 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 50 minutes of your life. Oh, yeah. Like every one of them is because they keep getting better and better. It's just a fact. Uh, They really do keep getting better and better. In fact, if you are new to this, don't don't listen to the first couple podcasts. (laughs) The audio sounds like it was like in our mom's basement. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It sounds like it sounds like we have a tin can and a string going into a computer (laughs) directly to your ear, like one of those old fashioned walkie talkies (laughs) you would try to make with your with your friends when you're growing up, which never worked. Uh, Did you ever get one of those? uh, Yeah, I did actually. It did. It was actually kind of amazing. You did a tin can and yeah, a string. You got to have that string taut. Oh, I guess I didn't have it taut enough. Oh yeah. What kind of string though? Any kind of string. Twine. No. Cotton string. No. Yeah. It just needs to be taut. The tighter, the better, huh? Yeah. Where'd you do it? I did it um, uh, outside. I did it inside. Did it with friends. Uh, oh, this is like a you, you you got into this. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. I mean, it's mind blowing. I would I'm actually kind of want to do it now. After this, I might do it on my own. I want to do it right now. Yeah, yeah. 
Pause record. No, <laughs> <laughs> Give a can. That way we can just listener. have guests, and they don't even need to come in. They can From just run a string. Tower here. We can just have a bunch of cans that are all set up, going out to the city. Strings straight out. Yeah. to our listeners in the city. We could have one for each one of our fans. Yeah, and then everyone it could be like we're live. They just chime in through their tin can radio. Look at incredible. I didn't know you were able to get that to work. I thought that was almost just like a myth thing because I definitely didn't get it to work. Yeah, no, it's kind of, it's pretty cool. However, I did have walkie-talkies. You know what? The sound would travel faster through a tin can string setup than it would through the air. Wow. Isn't that cool? So if you got to get a message across to someone fast, you you give them a tin can, you just have to give it to them ahead of time. Yeah. You let them know. You you shout from the mountaintops into your little tin can there. I'm impressed. Yeah, well, did you, you walkie talkies are even faster. You, you had walkie talkies. Oh up, yeah, right? I love walkie talkies. You know what? Austin is such a small city. Walkie talkies would, would be good. It would totally work. Everyone lives close. That would be hilarious. You could just have a bunch on your belt right? at all, outside all the time. <laughs> um, we're going to Torchy's Tacos. Over. Over and out. Why not? I love the walkie-talkie uh, uh, language and slow, you know, and the, the lore that goes on with it. Like the over and out, roger that, 10-4. Yeah, it's, you feel pretty cool. You feel important. Yeah, you do, right? And the fact that you know everyone can hear you on that, on that pod, or on the uh, walkie-talkie frequency, yeah. you kind of feel important. Maybe we can just put this out to a walkie-talkie frequency. Yeah, follow and, and then see And then see who jumps on. Yeah. I guess, I know, who, who would jump on that? Like truckers or something like that? Probably we'd get a lot of truck trucker followers. Yeah. 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 Loyal fans, too. Yeah. I mean, they're on the road. They need podcasts. Oh, my God. Can you imagine being out there without our podcast? Dude, they're on the road a lot. Yeah. And there's, some of them have sleepers where they actually sleep in the truck. Yeah. I mean, they need us. Now, <sighs> what's going to be... Out how to get out there. Yeah, I mean, the robots will take their jobs, but <clears throat> maybe the robots will need us. Who knows? Well, yeah, the robots are going to take their jobs. So they're just going to be sleeping in those trucks, like, bored, so... <laughs> yeah, they're how it works? There's, uh, there probably will be a time where they're just going to be sitting there as a, as a second precaution to the robot, and then they're going to be really bored. Really bored. Yeah. What's the longest road trip you've ever taken? Oh, man. So I've driven across the country a couple times, and I loved it in my 20s. It, in your 30s, it gets a little tiring. But I've gone from, probably the longest one is going from Santa Barbara to Detroit. I'll tell you, that was a tough That's move. far as fuck. It's far as fuck. Wow. Yeah. I didn't do it all in one day, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm not insane. But um, yeah, it took like three days. It was kind of fun. You know, there's something about being out on the road, on your own. It's just you and the road, man. Yeah. I, I do like road trips, and I think for people who are visiting the U.S., it's, like, recommended. That's how you see the U.S. Yeah, because, although it's spread out if you're visiting the U.S. Well, yeah, you got to have a, a, a month or two or three, yeah. but it's, it's a pretty awesome road trip because our roads are really good. Our interstate roads are, are really good, and there's yeah, so really much are. to see. The national parks are great. So cool to see the change in the landscape between yep. states. Have you driven through Arizona before? No. It's, it's like Wiley e. Coyote. It's like out of that cartoon. You think the cartoon's kind of like accentuating the landscape? It's like, no, it's exactly like that. It's yeah. bizarre. So driving in Texas is interesting because it is such a huge state. 
and your road trips can take a long time. Like I think, and I might need to fact check this. I think it takes longer to drive from Austin to El Paso than from LA to El Paso. Really? Yes, that's how big of a state Texas is. That's bizarre. Because how long how long is that drive from from Austin to El Paso? I think it's so. So Marfa is near there, right? No, Marfa's a lot closer. El Paso is all the fucking way at the border. Marfa's really close to that. I, so I think I think, Mar- yeah. I think El Paso is it's like eight far, hours, but it's 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 like an hour from from um, El Paso, Marfa. All right, we're getting directions right now. Eight hours, six minutes. Wow, to no. get to El Paso, and then and then get this from El from Los Angeles to El Paso. Routing it right now on Google. Oh fuck, I'm wrong. Ten hours and fifty five minutes. That's still amazing. That's weird. Hmm. I guess I guess I guess that was probably from Houston to to El Paso. Yeah. Was the one, not Austin. Gotcha. Is LA is closer. Oh yeah, that makes sense then. Yeah. That's insane. Houston or probably even Dallas. I love uh, the Texas taglines, by the way. Everything's bigger in Texas and don't mess with Texas. It is. Now I would say driving to Marfa. You've driven to Marfa? No, I've flown to Marfa. Okay, a little plane. That was fun. <laughs> Whoa, shit! All right, <laughs> not, a, hum, not a private jet. Humble flex, friend, right there. <laughs> no friend has a no. A I didn't drive. Plane. I fucking flew. And it's it's yeah, it's pretty cool flying out there. You know, it takes like hour and a half, two hours. Let's talk um, about Marfa. What do you think about Marfa? Marfa's incredible. So I I, I like it. So Marfa. How would you even explain it? First of all, it's almost like a Palm Springs. It's like an artsy Palm Springs. Well, Palm Springs is artsy, but yeah, it, it's like an uh, yeah. Okay, it's, it's very it's small. More fo- it's a lot smaller, and is definitely has a creative community. Um, it's got kind of like less. It is kind of like a drier desert area with more mm-hmm. plains, and then star watching is big out there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's how I would describe it. It's a weird town. It's really cool. So, so if you haven't been there. Um, it's, you walk around and it feels like everything's just boarded up. There's not much going on, but there's these like secret activities bar that you have to know about ahead of time. And you go in and it's like breathing with, um, activity all the time. It's really cool. So you had an awesome weekend when you went there, huh? Yeah. Okay. I didn't love it. Really? Yeah. I was a bit disappointed. Um, I didn't, okay. I didn't realize how small it was. Yeah. It's real small. Yeah. Like it's a couple blocks. I feel like the downtown area. There's one traffic light. There's a single traffic light. Yeah. Yeah, they got it. They made it. So I, I guess my expectations weren't for that. Um, surprisingly, the drive out there from Austin is kind of a cool drive. Really? Yeah, Did I thought so. Texas? It was, it was kind of the hill country. Yeah, it is. That's right. <clears throat> Which is the best of Texas. Yeah, let's make the drive sometime. Because Marfa's cool. There's some cool activities to do out there. It's very relaxing. Okay, I'll give you that. It is relaxing. Yeah. However... I was expecting like a Palm Springs, not a Palm Springs. Mm-mm. Palm Springs, I guess, has more luxury and a little more beautiful. I mean, there are some parallels, as we pointed out before, but it's it's different. It is just different. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Recommended, though. Go out to Marfa. <clears throat> Go take your, your, what is it, Prada? Is it the Prada store that's like an hour from yeah, Marfa? Yeah, that's, that's where everyone goes Go that take for. your gram, you know? You got to get that. You got to get that gram. Got to get that gram. Have a nice, relaxing weekend in Marfa. Enjoy yourself. Treat yeah. yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. You know, treat yourself. And would you rather go to that or Fredericksburg for a weekend? Marfa. 
I mean, Fredericksburg really? is closer, but yeah, absolutely, Marfa. Oh, I disagree. Really? Yeah. Man, you got to experience it differently, I think. You got to go with the right folks. I guess so. I'll show you a good time out there, my man. Yeah, I need, I need, I need that. You I need, need that. a tour guide. A tour, well, I don't know anything out there, so I wouldn't be a very good tour guide, but I can pretend there's a lot of, there's, you got to ask around to, to find out where the good spots are. All right, let me hit you with a hypothetical right. right now. All right, what do we got? Hypothetically, there's no crisis <clears throat> going on right now. You can travel wherever you want, right? Mm-hmm. You have one week, unlimited budget. Yep. Where are you going? Bali. Despite, despite not needing a lot of money there. Yeah, there's, okay. So I, a couple things to consider here, though. Yeah. You're going to burn a couple days of that flight, and you yep. only got one week. So I have unlimited budget, so I'm taking a private jet all the way there. <laughs> and, got me. You <laughs> yeah, got me. Gotcha. You got me. Sorry. That's going to be fun. So, uh, you know, I'll take, like, the Austin Powers jet. So you know what's there. funny about that answer is you've already been to <laughs> Bali. <laughs> I know. That's how good it is. I mean, going to, to so if you have unlimited budget. Yeah. Taking a vacation to a new spot, that's a risk, man. Kind of. Okay, where would you go? You're more of a traveler than me. If I find a place I like um, that, where that's really traveling, right? You'd have, to, you'd have to work so hard to spend that money in Bali. Yeah, I don't care. That's how good it is. Okay, so yeah, all right. I don't know. If I had unlimited budget, I might try and take advantage of it and go to like Monte Carlo, bro. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I might, I might, I might go to Hit South of Fino. Dude, I might go to South of France and do a little great Gatsby and like pretend that I'm just fucking balling out and throw a big party at a big mansion and make, yeah. make all these friends like, you know, pretending like I'm, you know, I'm, like I'm a big boy. Put your Bugatti keys down on a, on a hand of poker or something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's play for, let's play Sorry for Pink Slips. Sorry cash. Yeah. I live, I live like James Bond just for a week, <laughs> and then I'd come back. How was James Bond good at everything, by the way? Oh, God. You could not, you would not be able to hang out with that dude. What Can you do? imagine him? Like, he looks like a nice guy. Like, I would, I would like him one-on-one as a friend, but, like, he would embarrass you at every activity you would do. Go and play darts, he would, like, destroy you, right? Yeah, and when, where does he find the time to practice? I don't know. He's just naturally good. Yeah. Yeah, okay, what isn't shown is he's got to be doing practice. He's got to be putting the hours to be good at poker. Maybe. I mean, to be good that's at fighting. what he, Yeah, man, he'd, yeah, he'd fight, yeah. He can do anything, drives fast cars well. He is like the ultimate kind of male fantasy, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you mean you fantasize to be like him? I think so. Yeah, you do. Yeah. That's what he embodies. I know. Yeah. He can do it all. Man. And easily, he just does it have, all but. seamlessly. There's no way you could top his stories. I've got some good stories. Okay, they're pre- they're pretty good, right? Yeah, they're not James Bond stories. Not even close. I can't even. I wouldn't be be able to tell him in front of him. I'd be embarrassed. Yeah, he, you'd be sitting there with him, and be like, "Well, let me tell you, my weekend at Marfa." You'd be like, he'd be like, "Really, really?" I just I took a helicopter out there. I've been, I've been to that spot where we took down some terrorists. That's pretty good. Well, I'm, I'm James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're Bond. Born James Bond. Born James Bond. Born. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, another day of saving the world. You know, no one can introduce themselves like that. It, no one can get away with it. Yeah, no, you sound like a freaking tool. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, uh, we trying to do a James Bond uh, introduction? What are you trying to do here? Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. We know what your name is. <laughs> Here's what we else you, you can't do. Uh, I don't think you can give yourself nicknames. Oh, yeah. People try People try. You and, ever had and, a nickname? And, 
nothing that's like crazy that stuck. No. Really? No. Peter, Pete. I mean, uh, but no one even calls Pete. Pete. People do. People <laughs> I've had a nickname. Pete. Yeah, that's not. I, that doesn't qualify. As <laughs> sure, I've, I've probably had some joking ones, but nothing that like stuck through the years where yeah. like people would call me that for a while, right? Right. So no. I've had one that I I particularly like. Okay. I had a group of friends in uh, the Bay Area. They they on, they actually only knew me as Silver Fox because my my gray hair, my beautiful gray locks. Like there are people at bars that would walk up to me that I didn't really remember meeting. They'd be like, "Hey, Silver Fox is here. What's up, man?" That's a pretty good nickname. It's pretty good, right? Yeah. It's pretty flattering. Yeah. All right, we'll stick with that one, man. Yeah. Next time Silver we introduce Fox. our podcast, welcome to ATX, Peter and Silver Fox. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, yeah. It's a small city here in ATX, man. People are gonna, people are gonna remember that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's got a good reminder here. Got got this gray mop up top. I haven't had a haircut through this whole quarantine. That's responsible of you. Yeah, well, you, you got some some good looking hair. You keep it well. Thank you. Well, Thank well you. Trimmed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a wig, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else we got um, today? Okay, hypothetically. Okay, hypothetically. We talked a lot about zombies in the podcast. Oh, We've covered that. It's it's a critical subject. Here, yeah. Right. How about this one? Hypothetically, if you could be a professional athlete, mm-hmm. what sport would you play? Probably golf. Why? <sighs> I think you got to pull like the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, now let me think on that more. Golf would be a slog because it, it, you can't. First of all, you can't enjoy just golf anymore. It's now your job, right? Okay. Okay. All right, you answer. I want to hear your answer first. I mean, it'd be a pretty big stretch for me to be a basketball player. (laughs) Uh, Golf? Golf's not a bad answer. Um, I think originally I would think golf because it's... I wouldn't think it'd be too hard in your body. You could play for a long time, not constantly be in pain. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe those guys are hurting a lot. You Tiger know, I think, Woods is hurting, man. Yeah, I think one of the realities about being a professional athlete is just chronic pain. Yeah, really? Did you ever read that, um, that book by Andre Agassi? Yeah. It's incredible. But man, though, that first chapter goes into all his back pain and having to deal with tennis and how much he hates tennis, legit hates tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine that? He it was miserable. Yeah, he was. At least as it's written in the book. At it's least an as it's excellent story. What is that book called? I play tennis or something? No. Okay. That's that's a total guess, and you <laughs> knew it wasn't called that. Hey, I play tennis. Whoa, that's a creative title, Andre. Are you sure you want to roll with that? Are you sure you want to roll with that? That's um, good. Yeah, that one's that one is great. Tennis would be a good one too, but that you wouldn't think that's hard Actually, in the body until you read about it and you're like, okay, you are sprinting and stopping on a dime, and sprinting and stopping on a dime. Tennis looks pretty cool as an outsider um, to be a pro at. I think baseball would be a blast. Baseball would be fun to be a pro baseball player. Because it is, it is a little lower impact. Yeah, that's true. And I feel like there's a good camaraderie. Like it's something to be up being on a team sport. I just enjoy a lot more. Man, when the San Francisco Giants were on that winning streak, um, that was fun to kind of watch that, see the team dynamics. Okay. Those guys look like they were having fun. Yeah, and you know one thing that sucks about Austin? <clears throat> no pro sport team. Yep, biggest or- city in the U.S. without a professional sports team. Really? Yeah. Man. Messed up. Maybe we should start a pro team. What sport? We got to pick a sport first, though. Uh, curling? Curling. 
All right, here we go. We got to be realistic here Wait, now. now. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Yeah. All right. MLS is coming here. Yeah, still the pro I think. soccer team. I mean, the, the news and the plans for the future of this talent have been put on pause, but I assume it's still coming through. Yeah, I'm sure it will. People got us. Man, sports fans are really struggling during this time. I, this is a lot of the reason they've been um, on Robinhood. These people, they want to bet on stuff, and so they're basically betting on the stock market. Oh, yeah. These, uh, these bookies, man, they got to be getting unemployment during this crisis. <laughs> That's why you're on the books. Whose legs are they breaking now? <laughs> I'm so bored. It's so Give bored. me some legs. <laughs> I didn't even think about it because no sports people to bet on. That's a whole industry of people. That's a huge industry. Of huge, betting. right? People, I mean, and there's no way to even measure it. We don't even know how huge it is because so much of it is off the books. So do you like to gamble? No. I like my money. I don't want your money. Is there is there casinos near Austin? I don't think there are. I don't know. On on Indian Native American reservations? I don't know. I don't think so. Are there any in Texas? You know, there is, yeah. there, there is one on the border... Of Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can definitely go to Oklahoma. Windstar or something. Mm-hmm. Have you been to Oklahoma? I've driven through, my man. Yeah. I've been to Tulsa. I've been to Oklahoma City. Yeah. Not terrible. No. No one talks about them. Yeah. I just don't hear much about it. Fine. Sorry, Oklahoma. Well, your expectations are so low because no one hears about it. But you know what? They're pretty nice cities. Really? Good people. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to enjoy that sometime. Yeah. We should do a, a podcast, uh, OKC Unscripted. <laughs> <laughs> We're changing it. We're sick of your shit in Austin. <laughs> also, we're not sick of it. We love Austin. Uh, how about this one, Nick? What sport yeah. are you the worst at? Oh man, oh man. You know, I'm not. I'm. Keep I, in mind, this podcast is only an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not terrible at it, but uh, to watch me play volleyball is is. Uh, not quite a scene. It's not something you want to see. It's pretty unathletic looking. Really? It's really bad. Okay. I, I've never seen it, but I can tell what my body is doing, and it is extraordinarily unflattering. Okay, and then everyone on the team is probably getting frustrated with you? Like, legit, my whole team is embarrassed that the other that they're with me and the other team can see how my body is moving in front of everyone. Yeah, it's not a good situation. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that one's that one's. What about you? What are you terrible at? There's a lot of stuff I'm like mild at, but not great at. But I'm like embarrassingly bad at sport. I mean, one one that comes to mind, but it, this one's not an embarrassing is water polo. But everyone sucks at water polo because it's <laughs> yeah. hard as fuck. Yeah, that's so hard. It's really hard. Yeah, I don't know anyone is good at that. If you're playing, you, people don't play casually too. If you're playing, you're playing with people that are probably pretty good. Yeah. You're going to be drowning the whole time, barely even able to, to grab the ball or hit the ball. Yeah. It's so tough. Yeah. And then, I don't you know why people... real athlete. Dude. Oh, yeah. And then people are underwater. They're, like, punching each other, you know, hitting each other in the nuts. I don't know why people like it. Man. I don't know how you can enjoy rough. that sport. Yeah, of course. It would have to be. Yeah. And you're, like, trying to dunk the other person. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, like, embarrassingly bad. Track and field or anything I'm embarrassingly bad at. I'm okay at that stuff. I'm just not great yeah. at any of that stuff. No? Yeah, no one's... There was no scholarships for me. <laughs> that was not happening. No? My, you were no. getting that javelin scholarship? No, I had to get grades, which was a challenge because I'm stupid. <laughs> Man. Man. Nothing good going for you. 
man, just this hair, this wig. <laughs> Good thing you got that figured out. It's taking you far. Best 15 grand ever spent. <sighs> what are you really good at? Let's see. How about what I'm not good at? I feel yeah, like that's, a, not, that's a more fun conversation. More fun. You're not a when good When I'm talk. talking with someone, I don't want them bragging about what they're good at. Oh, my God. There's nothing more annoying than hearing about all the good qualities of another individual. That's not making me feel no, good. I'm about to walk away from this conversation, yeah. buddy. First of all, you don't need to tell me because I know. Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah. You know, when you're good at something, it's pretty clear. Just show me. Yeah. If you show care me. to. Yeah. If you care to. Do I want to hear you talk about how no, good you are at something? No, no, no. no. Tell no. me something you're terrible at, and we can laugh at it together. We'll laugh at you together. Right. It's a bonding it's activity. A, it's a bonding activity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at that. That's pretty good. So, what are some things we're terrible at? Hmm. Man, how much time we got? <laughs> I'm really bad at waiting around. Yeah? I can't do it. You're bad at waiting around? I can't do it. Me too. I'm impatient That's why I'm always hell. late. But how does that how does that translate? Because if I'm early, then I have to wait around, and I hate it. Oh, so you want other people to wait? It's better for me. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, it just works in my favor. Okay, so you're taking that asshole approach. <laughs> well, it's just you know, you pick and choose what what you have in life. You got You got to be selfish. You got to be selfish. Yeah, at sorry times. about that. You yeah. got to be selfish at times. Well, okay. You can. There are certain things you can be late to. Okay. A party where there's like a, a lot of people going to it, you shouldn't be on time for that. You should be a half hour late. I've been late to a wedding that I officiated. Yeah, that one you might have crossed the line. It's fine. <laughs> They're still married. <laughs> That's pretty bad, dude. I, it wasn't like the ceremony was going on and I wasn't standing up there, but I, I should have been a little bit I earlier. can see you just rolling up an hour late, like, mm, man, I'm tired. All right, Sorry. let's get this... Sh- Shit show on the road. I had an impromptu bachelor party last night. (laughs) You guys were invited. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I was playing Call of Duty, and I just couldn't get away from the controller. (laughs) Uh, These these 12-year-olds are just talking all types of shit, and I had to to put them in their place. Lay down the law. I'm not good at video games. Oh, you're not? No, I'm not good at video games. Mm. Yeah, I I, I don't have a whole lot of confidence when people pass me the controls. People get really, really good at video games now. There's legit training online for video games because esports is becoming a thing, right? Yeah, so, you can make a living. So before it was legit just a game. Like let's let's have fun together. It's now not just about fun. Yeah. So so you go and play an online game, play Halo or uh, Halo's dated, but like whatever new games, Call of Duty, and there's people on there that are incredible. They destroy you, right? Yeah. So uh, fortunately, they they typically match you with the same skill level. But like, if you have a good round or, or play pretty well, uh, you got to remember you're nowhere near the top. It's like going out and playing golf and and having a good round, and having fun, and then you remember, and you think you're good for a second, then you remember there's pro golfers, right? It's yeah. kind of like that with with video games now. It's crazy. You know, I'm glad you mentioned golf because that's another thing I suck at. Oh yeah, good. Okay, we're gonna start making a list. And Hopefully, here's the, here's the frustrating are. thing about me and golf is I have tried so many times. Oh yeah, you got to try over and over and over. And then it's not like you get good and you're like, well, I I could tick that off, uh, you know. And I'm now good at golf. You got to work at it constantly, constantly, constantly. It right? is not like riding a bike. It is not like riding a bike. Yeah, you cannot Lance stop Armstrong for a couple. Disagree, but yeah. you can't stop for a couple months and go back to playing. Like you can, but it's, it's just like hurt. You're yeah. in backward progression. I mean, anything that 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 takes a lot of skill, you just you you miss a couple of days and you like forget things. 
It's kind yeah, of but incredible, here's the thing actually. with golf. Okay, yeah. I feel like let's let's try and relate it to like soccer, right? If you continuously put in hours to soccer, right, you will gradually get better. Yeah. Golf is not a gradually get better thing because you'll change to try and improve your swing something and get worse for a while. Yeah, well, okay, over a lot of time. Over a lot of time you will, right. but it is not gradual. Right. And, it, like you, and it's that's very much part, up and down. That's part of the fun of it, too. I mean, it's it's a constant struggle, um, which is why people get addicted to it, right? And, if you, you just, and why people lose their shit. Yes. <laughs> right? If you ever want to see how someone handles stress and, and their anger, take them on a golf course. Seriously. I mean, it ruins weekends. It ruins trips. You take a golf trip and your first round is no good. It's like, well, I just spent, you know, 10 grand for nothing. No, I'm going home. Like, this was not relaxing. I'm not having fun. Yeah. Right? Took a week off work. At what point during a golf game do you just call it quits and pick up your clubs and quit? Or do you always finish the 18? Oh, no. I don't even like playing 18. I like playing nine. I don't like playing nine's 18. Nine's great. Yeah, nine's great. Listen, like, I love playing golf. I want to play more often. Yeah. And the more I have to commit five to six hours on a weekend, the less I'm going to play. It's like sacrilege to, to golfers. But, like, great, let's play two hours of golf, get it done. You know what I do kind of enjoy? And this is going to be such an amateur answer. I do enjoy going, like, doing a twilight round on, like, a oh, par three, yep. bringing some beers. Yeah. And just, just having a fun time. Here. Yep, exactly. That's just like a fun, casual game of golf. My absolute favorite golf is when you go at like 5, 6 p.m. Yeah. And no one's on the course, and you play nine, you can rip through nine holes in like under an hour. Ooh, you get a cart? Speed golf. Speed golf. You know, speed golf is actually a thing. I, I don't doubt it. So, so this is like, it's not for golfers. But <laughs> you bring like, you know, like three clubs... And you time yourself. You tee off, and you run to the ball, and you try and get it in the hole as quickly as you can. You, you know what we haven't had in a while here on this note? What's up? A good golf movie. Oh, we really haven't. We're due. What the heck? And there are some amazing cult golf movies that are so good. Yeah. Okay, we have Caddyshack. Nope. Really good. Incredible. Incredible. Caddyshack 2 and 3 miss the mark a little bit. but <laughs> 3? The three must have really missed the mark. Five, no, I don't really know. Yeah. Okay. And then you got Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Oh, Legendary. You know, legendary. Like, we need one of those right now. Yeah. The world needs it right now. Definitely needs it. Golf is actually And then that Kevin Costner movie wasn't bad either. Tin Cup. Tin Cup. Yep. Worth a watch. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his romance movie, too, which is kind of cringy and... I could have gone without that. Yeah, come on. I'm come watching. On. I'm, here, I'm here for the golf. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for the golf. Yeah. I'm here for the sports. Yeah. 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 What is this? Is this a sports movie or romantic comedy? Oh, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Choose. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Happy Gilmore, they, they struck a good note on the romance, right? Just, yeah. Just a touch of it. Yeah. Well, that was because it. it was a comedy. It's yep. different when they try and make it a drama. Yeah. Like a, like a, a, like a love romance, like yeah. a romance. I mean, they still can. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm gonna still watch it, but yeah, come on, like a good sports comedy golf movie. Oh, dude, I could go for the that. The world right now. needs it. Yeah, I don't even think Netflix has done one of those. Yeah, no, nothing, dude. There have been not many sports comedy movies lately. You know, I don't know if they're gonna release another Air Bud. Oh, um, yeah, we need that. We need no, that. it's it's a lot more Marvel. It's a lot more proven. Yeah. Proven stuff that they can make money off of, right? Evolutionary, not revolutionary. That's it. You know? Man. And part of the reason why we do this podcast, because we're innovative, Nick. Yeah. We're innovative. We revolve, not evolve. <laughs>
Whoa. Yeah. Talk about a talk about Doesn't a merch. Really make sense. Talk about a merch. Plugging <laughs> 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 us in there. Uh, how about good Austin movies? Austin movies. Well, okay. Was Days and Confused? Was that set in Austin? Some of it was filmed here, it was and that was probably here. the most memorable one. Yeah. 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 I, I can't think of another movie that was like like based around Austin. So many of these romantic comedies or movies are like New York. Like that's like the go to scenery. Honestly, an Austin movie, like set in Austin, filmed in Austin, people would kind of love that right people now. People would love it. You know, or even like a Real Housewives of Austin. Yeah. Uh-oh, going out in 6th Street, wild night. Uh-oh, going out in the lake, getting crazy. That would be pretty funny. That's Maybe right. we should put together an Austin, set in Austin golf comedy movie. I think we just made magic right there. <laughs> I think everything they just came. Watch it. I think everything just came together right there. <laughs> and then you know we got to get McConaughey in it. Oh, oh yeah. I heard you guys oh, yeah. doing a golf movie. He just he just shows up. I'm here. I'm here for the movie. I'm ready here for to the tee film. off. Had myself a couple of tequilas. Yeah. I'm ready to rip. <laughs> that sounds like. It. <laughs> Yeah, him and I hang out. Some Tito's. Have you seen Matthew McConaughey around Austin? I, I've never seen him, no. Oh, he, he's, he, he's you'll, around. You'll notice him. Really? Yeah, yeah I saw him I at, a, at parlor. I saw him at Parlor and Yard. Yeah. He's very personable. Yeah. He's a cool... He's, he's, That's what I've heard. He's kind of fun. I think he's around here so much that it's not impressive if you're like, hey, I saw Matthew McConaughey at night, and people be like, yeah, he's always around. <laughs> it's like, of course you did. He's here a lot. He lives here. And he goes out and socializes, too. He's Fine. not like a super private, you know? Really? Well, that's my initial impression. Yeah, he had like a... Like years ago, he had like a big party in Austin where the cops came, and really? he was playing his bongo drums yes. for a crowd of people naked. No, it wasn't even four people. It was just him alone in his home. Oh, I thought people were there for a party. No, his neighbors saw. Oh. Or something. Like, the windows were open. He was partying. And then, uh, and this is when he was really young. It's funny to hear him talk about it, because uh, he looks so young. But the cops showed up, and he was totally naked. And the cops, they're like, all right, put your clothes on. And he was like, no, no. I want, I want them to see down in the precinct how you arrested me, what state I was in. And they took him in the car naked. And eventually the, the cop convinced him like, look, man, you're going to regret this tomorrow. Just put these pants on. You, you don't want this story. I know what you're doing. I understand. But like, dude, it, and he finally put his pants on. Oh, it's a pretty good story. I'm obviously not doing it justice. Not your best moment, buddy. Yeah. Well, I don't, maybe it was, maybe it was his best moment. We're here talking about it. What a legend. What a legend he is. Yeah. Okay, Days and Confused is probably the main Austin. If you think of a movie with Austin, it's probably that one. Love Days and Confused. Did not get it the first time I watched it. Why not? Because it's like, what the hell's going on here? It's a mess. It's an experience movie, you know? It's like you're... It, you're... it, it has a lot of different characters, and it doesn't follow one... Clo- it doesn't focus necessarily on one character as much as other movies. And there's no plot. There, there isn't a plot. Uh, no, it is more of just a, uh, I guess, character experience. Like you were just, yep. n- you were just w- watching people it, with this time period of the seventies Yep, kind of go through and what that was like. And it is really interesting. It is. And funny and entertaining and something about it, even though I did, was never, I, I wasn't alive in the seventies. You watch it. It's like, uh, it does kind of like bring back your experience in high school, even though you're not in the seventies, right? Yep. Totally. And it does a good job with it. Yep. It does what a good job. What about Big Lebowski? It. Okay, now we're getting in some serious throwbacks here. Serious. 
These are good. These are both 90s movies, by the way. Both of them are nine, filmed in the 90s. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, released in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Lebowski is like the ultimate cult hit. Like, people are so into that movie. Yeah. And I love it. There are so many pieces from that movie that are legendary, just like clips. It's not like there's like one or two legendary scenes. It's like one legendary scene after another. Yeah, and the quotability of that movie is just outrageously yep. good. Yep. Really unique, really funny, really out there yeah. quotes and concepts. The characters are, are just amazing. Yeah. So I, they, they knocked that. You know what was funny? When that movie came out, it was a total bomb. Yeah. That's usually a sign of a, a cult uh, cult classic. Yeah, they don't have big big opening boxes. No, unfortunately. Because they're just so out there. And they're yeah. so unique. Like, you can't and put people, them in a box. They, they, the studios, they need to understand how they can market these movies, so they need to they need it in a box. Yeah, it's because right? it's a huge financial risk for them. Yeah. They can't, they can't take a huge, you know, invest $50 million in a movie that might flop. You can't, you can't market that as the summer's hottest new comedy. It's like, that's not what it is. Right. It's hilarious, but it's not a comedy. You know what I mean? It's not like a, a, you know, Ace Ventura. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it's, it's hard to fit in one category. Plus, like, you got to watch it more than once to get it. And that do. doesn't, that doesn't do. work yeah. for the theater model, right? No. Which, I'm kidding. I don't know. Maybe this whole now release directly without yeah. the movie theaters that we're doing now with the COVID crisis, maybe that just, that might be the way for a lot of movies to be released. Not for the big blockbusters, but for a lot of movies, they might take a look at the financial model and be like, all right, we're making more profit off of the direct-to-home. We might be selling less, but we're making more profit. It makes sense for these type of movies to sell directly. I think what's going to happen is they're going to just start, they're going to follow that model, and they're going to realize the only way to maximize this is to just start cranking stuff out. Oh, so it will be even cheaper, you think? or, no, or? Not necessarily, but I think they're going to lean more on um, more releases, faster releases. Uh, this is a total guess. I don't know shit about the movie industry, but you look at the direction of the country, and things are moving faster and faster and faster and faster. And the only way you can keep up is to keep up with that. The only way you can you can get by is to keep up with that, right? A so quantity type of approach, right? I mean, look at uh, Netflix and yeah. Tiger King as an example. How that was just like within a week's time, it's like this is now pop culture, right? Yeah, they they, they could have been a total flop. They did not know that, right? Like, when they ha- when they invested in that movie or bought that contract, they were like, yeah, I mean, how know. bizarre is that, right? So I think you're I think you're actually right because do you remember when Netflix first started? There was a lot fewer Netflix originals, mm-hmm. and they were all really good too. Really, really good. Like, you know, it was like House of Cards, and then you know, like some other ones that would go on. And then like each one you knew was like really good, but you would only get like a one every three months or something like that. Right? There'd only be like a couple no, of shows. I think Netflix released them all at once. It was like HBO. Oh, 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 not, 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 not the episodes. I mean, a, a oh. new show you could watch. Like you'd be waiting. A long time for gotcha. new content to come out on Netflix. Okay. There was only like, oh, I'm going to go on Netflix because they have like two shows or something like that. Like it was very limited, right? And then they just started putting out a ton of stuff, which it's almost like they're putting out too much because a lot of it's not very good. Up. Oh, really? A they're, lot. They're, it's, it's less quali- less quality <sighs> stuff, but yeah. they know what they're doing. They're, they've got analysts looking More at More niche it. stuff as well. Yeah, I guess so. They've got just everything out there and they're putting out a ton of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they're doing it right. Probably. And the studios better keep up. Um, They're going to have to... And they're going to have to keep the quality up, too. They're going to have to release stuff faster. Yeah. Um, 
and keep the quality up. They can be more niche too if, if they figure out how to film things uh, for less money. Big stars might be less of a thing as well, you know? If you're cranking stuff out faster, you can't pay $10 million on every single movie that you put out for, for a Matthew McConaughey. Maybe. Sorry, Matt. But like the... Again, I have still, no idea what I'm talking about. What's still going to be a thing is going to be like the Marvel movies and the big franchise movies and the theaters because those are still those have have been making tons of money. How about this? Okay, um, what do you think? You think this will happen that actors start um, selling their likeness and allow studios to use deep fake? Uh, oh, right? yeah. So what I'm saying is, Peter. You become this huge actor. Your face is worth a million bucks. Right. Right. Um, and you're filming the latest Avengers movie, and some other studio wants you for the latest, I don't know, Happy Gilmore 2 movie. And you're like, well, I don't have time. You're like, well, we need your character. We need your face in this. And you're like, okay, well, I'll sell my face. And uh, they put you in in post. Yeah. We're getting close for that to be possible, not just for studios, even at home, and have it look freaking real. Oh, yeah. Snapchat filters. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. Yeah. You can put Matthew McConaughey in you right now. Matthew McConaughey is my guest on the podcast. That's right. (laughs) Hey, 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 y'all. I like barbecue. I like like bongos naked. I like hanging out. I I love playing bongos naked. Yeah, just like flapping around and playing my bongos naked. I just live, I like to live free. Uh, he, you know what? I he's keep a, it all right. He's a good guy. He's he is a, good, a good, guy. good guy. And um, I do love talking so yeah, this poor your, version of this accent. Yeah. To your to your point, yes, I do think celebrities will license out their face for deep fakes. I think in certain situations, though, like here's a good one. I would feel like let's say you're a celebrity and you're really popular in Japan or China. Yeah. And they want to make a movie and they want it to be in in Japanese or Chinese. Yep. You can't do that as an actor if you don't speak Japanese or Chinese. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh, yeah, it, we're getting so close to being able to do direct translation movies. Is this what you're saying? I want to I um, guess before you say it. They just, they'll change your mouth. They'll change the language for you. Not they, subtitles, not dubbing that looks stupid. Like dubbing that actually looks good. Dubbing is looking a lot better, too. Like, is it really? Oh, my God, it's really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. We don't, we don't do it in the U.S. very much, but a lot of the European countries, they do it so often from U.S. content that it's just gotten better and better and better. How is it better? Well, in the old days, it was like we we would only really watch dub movies that may have been like a kung fu movie that's dubbed over to English, and it right. was usually pretty bad. Yeah, right. But now, I think it's just the technology and the software and the approach they take is really good. Really, yes. So there is like, I, I you know, next time you're on, on Netflix and you want to watch something, try it without the subtitles and try dubbed, and it's impressive. I, I have to experience. It. I have no idea how it could be better. No, it's really good. And here's what they also do in Europe. Right, so a movie comes out in the U.S. with Brad Pitt. Right, mm-hmm. he's a big star in you know uh, Italy. Let's say in Italy, right, where they do a lot of dub movies. There's the same voice actor for Brad Pitt in every single Brad Pitt movie. That's interesting. So people in Italy think them. that his voice, Brad Pitt's voice, sounds like this because that it's makes the same sense. Consistent actor who gets it. That would be a pretty hey, sweet. Yeah, uh, I'm a Brad Pitt. Uh, I speak Italian. <laughs> Is that good? <laughs> really Did good. You on the, do you know Italian? Did you understand what I said? I think I got the gist of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> How many ocean? Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's a Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa, hey. Hey, a Thirteen. Whoa, hey. hey. <laughs> 
So that's pretty interesting. So that's like, that's a step toward like kind of what we're talking about, I think. That's kind of funny. Yeah, and then, here, and then here's even on top of that. Imagine now we're recording this, right? It can just be automatically translated into another language. Yep. Oh, yeah. Like real time. Hello. Yeah. Obviously, there's there's subtleties. Um, you, you can't just do direct word translation. Like it's going to come off sounding stupid, right? But you could use a person for this translation as long as they were as funny as us, right? Oh, that's a good point. Are machines going to be able to take the humor and the gold we put out in this podcast and make it funny? M- machines are going to be funnier no, eventually. No, disagree. Yep. Disagree. They're going to be smarter. They're going to be more. Uh, definitely going to be smarter. Maybe more consistent and definitely faster. But not as funny. They will be funnier. Doubt it. Yep. There's no way an AI is going to be as funny as me. Dude, you you have an AI. <laughs> first, well, not as funny as you. I'm not crazy. Yeah. Right? Come on. But funnier than other people. Well, I mean. It's going to. I, I, man, it's kind of weird. Stand, I mean, okay. Stand-up comedians. I'm trying to think. Sometimes my, my Amazon Echo will surprise me and make me laugh. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> it's going to go beyond that. That's still a human trying there to be funny. There is not going to be That's a robot a stand-up comedian that does his own his own material. It, of course, won't be in that format, stand-up comedy. Somebody might do it as an art project, right? Oh, but, that would be you bad. tell AI, um, you allow it to train for what is funny, right? And let the thing run loose and be creative. AI can be really creative in really weird ways. You should, you should look up AI-created art. And it's like it captures... Really? Yeah. It captures... Certain things that, that, like, you know, just like a real artist, it makes you feel a certain way. Of course, art, a lot of art, you want to know the story behind it and the person behind it, right? But, like, there are certain things that an artist tries to achieve that a machine can now achieve. That is some shit. It's weird. That is some shit. Yeah. All right. Can't wait for those those robotic stand-up comedians. Mm. Who's who's ready to laugh tonight? Oh, okay. We've been rambling now for forty-five minutes, Nick. Let's give it a let's give it a nice wrap here for All our right. friends here in All Austin. Right. It is kind of tough times right now in Austin with the virus. Everyone, stay safe. You know? Stay safe stay out safe. there and stay sane. Stay happy, man. Yeah. People are getting so mad. Just you gotta chill. You got to be happy, keep yourself clean, keep hey, calm to keep right. that immune system, keep things all right. Hey, Austin, it's Matthew McConaughey. Hey, Ma- Matthew, you made it here. I want y'all to be safe. That's pretty good, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean Matthew? Yeah. Hey, Matthew, do you, do you have a message for the, the uh, listeners out there? You follow ATX Unscripted on Instagram. <laughs> ATX Unscripted. <laughs> yeah. My buddy, they're cool. <laughs> thanks, thanks, sir. Uh, all right, man. Stop by, Matt. See y'all later. All right. See y'all. Bye-bye.